0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, we've been talking about Elijah, and I shared with you the story of Elijah yesterday, and now God provided a great miracle, the fire. Can you imagine drenching something three different times with water, literally, in, almost like a swimming pool, and then God lights the fire? I mean, that's incredible. Our Heavenly Father, light a fire in us, light a fire with us, through us. And, God, may we be like Elijah, that we would stand up and we would believe in your truth, that we would have what it takes, and, Lord, that we would always keep our guard up and watching out for um, what you have for us and protecting us from the enemy. Lord, I love you. I give you thanks for this day, and always thank you for these great listeners. God, bless them. Lead them, and I pray, God, that they get involved with wherever they're at, whatever church they're going to. If they're not going to church, pray, Lord, they would start. I'd start that they'd be in a fellowship. God, lead them. Lead them to a place they should go. And God, that they would step up to the plate for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You can probably tell by my prayer, I'm very passionate about getting people in church. I think we ought to be in the house of God. I think God wants to use us in powerful, mighty ways. If you're not attending a church, I pray that you'll start. If you don't have a church to attend, you're certainly welcome to come to Cloverdale Church of God at 9, 30, or 11 on Sunday mornings. Or, you know, you're certainly welcome to go to Jim Harris's church at Heritage Bible Church and all these various churches out there that are just wonderful churches that are making a difference in the world. You know, find a good church and get yourself involved. Well, you know what? I talked about getting your guard up and keeping your guard up. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8 says, "Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour." Do you know the enemy is looking at your weaknesses? He's wanting you to step out of line with the Lord. He's wanting you to sin before God. Sometimes we run with fear because we are afraid to confront our fears and to confront our enemy. He wasn't Superman. Elijah was a man of God. He wasn't Superman. But not without the same temptations in life that we deal with. We all deal with temptations, every one of us. You're going to be tempted in life over and over again. But when you stay in tune and in touch with Jesus and you commit your life to Him, he will take care of you. He will lead you. He will show you that you can make it through him. James chapter 5, verse 17 and 18 says, Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. That's one man praying. People of God, many times we have prayer groups that pray together and bring requests before God. The prayer group that I meet with, I've met with for 15 years every Thursday morning. We've prayed and we've watched the hand of God over and over and over again deliver. Amazing prayers, amazing results, because we had just a handful of us who believe that God is doing what he says he will do. He wants you and I all to believe. We need to bind together. We need this community to bind together. You know, it was a little over a year ago, I guess, we had the harvest where many people came to know Jesus. How fun it was to see 11,000 people in that uh, extra mile arena praising God and listening to a short message by Greg Glory and seeing people come up and commit and recommit their lives to Christ. Now, it can't stop there. It has to keep going. That's the problem. Sometimes we hit these revivals, and we get all pumped up. And the next thing you know, we fall back to our old ways. We fall back to our old commitments. And our commitment to Jesus Christ isn't what it should be. Sometimes we read the stories in the Bible, and we say, Wow, how incredible. And yes, uh, they are but they would deal with life stuff like you and I deal with. Serving our God does not give you immunity to the things of the world. Serving God and Jesus Christ, it doesn't give you immunity. Every time you make it through a tough trial, you do it again and again, and he strengthens you, and things get a little easier to cope with. Sometimes people say, I'm just not close enough to God because I keep getting hit with lousy stuff in my life. Welcome to the real world. You are in it, and there will be ups and there will be downs. There will be trials to go through. I've gone through them, and you too will have to go through them. But if your faith is firmly established with God, and you do believe that he sent Jesus Christ into the world, and he died and rose for you, then you can and you will make it, and you will be effective for him. You know, at one point, Elijah, the enemy, uh, got the best of him. He was tired. He was worn from fighting for God and was tired of hiding. He said in verse 4, I've had enough, O Lord, take my life. Wow, I've had enough, take me home, Lord. Can you imagine getting to that point where you just want to give up on life? He let self-pity get him down. He got the old Eeyore, I call it, complex from Winnie the Pooh. Poor me. He had reached mental exhaustion. And, folks, I know many people today by the same thing. They need rest, and they need God to deliver. God gave Elijah the opportunity to rest. And God sent an angel to Elijah, remember this? I mentioned it yesterday, to feed him and give him nourishment. Who fed him? The ravens bought him food and meat. The ravens. God had birds bring Elijah food. All-knowing God can control any part of life. And he went back to sleep, and he rested some more. Then the angel returned again and gave him some more food and drink. He gave him rest. People, don't feel bad about getting rest. We need rest. Last night, I've got more rest than I've had in a long time. I went back to sleep. I went to bed early. And I feel very, very good today because sometimes I don't get the rest. I wake up every morning somewhere in the 4 o'clock area, 4 to 5 o'clock. And I just can't go back to sleep. So I go to my man. I'm not going to say cave because it's upstairs, but my, my man loft and, and spent some time uh, relaxing and talking to God, and I just, I just love it. I'm so used to it that I, you know, it just fell into habit. But Elijah got rejuvenated, and I'll be honest, folks, there is times that you and I both need time to rest and get rejuvenated so we can continue the quest and change our world for Jesus Christ. I told you the other day that after 35 years, I'm finally going to go on a two-month sabbatical next May and June. My wife and I, we are so excited about that. We're going to go to some different places, and we're just going to enjoy rest and not worrying about what we're supposed to do, but hopefully loving people and showing them Jesus through that time of rest. I'm so thankful that the Word of God is true, and we can live by it. I'm so thankful that I have a, chur- a church that will let me get recharged. They have treated me so well over 35 years. I'm telling you that. Um, some of us ke- like to keep going and just like to energize your bunny until finally the tank reaches empty and we collapse. And Elijah experienced that. It's like the battery ran out. Elijah had hit his peak. People have got it's real. You hit that. You overdo it. And that's sometimes we have taxied our teachers, our Sunday school classes, and I don't want them to get burned out. I have this lady in our church; her name is Kim, and and Kim's a wonderful woman who who deals with our children in our nursery, and she has worked in our church for years and years. And I'm always thinking, I hope she doesn't get burned out. She always does it with a smile, and and the last time I talked to her, she. I, and I went by there, and I knew it was a tougher day for a lot of kids and some crying kids, And but she made it through. But she she's amazing. But I worry about people in lives like Kim and others that, that they just work so hard for the cause of Christ that they get burnt out. That's why we need more volunteers. See, sometimes you get the same five or six people work for years and years and years, but we need people to help and relieve others so they can have some times of rest. Elijah was a great man of God, but he wasn't a perfect man. He was sent by God to change the lives of people, to have them forsake the false gods in their lives to serve the mighty God. And he wants to use us to help people stop serving false gods like money, like materialism, like time, that they're not honoring God with any of these things. And he has sent us to try to share with them the importance of honoring God First and foremost. And when you do, he's going to bless your life. He has blessed my wife and I. He has totally blessed us over the many years. I cannot be more grateful for what God has done in Denise and I's life. And I'm so thankful. And he gave me such a wonderful daughter, Kaylee, and a wonderful son in law, Tyler, how God continues to bless their lives because they honor God. They don't go to my church, they go to another church in town and they honor God. They're faithful, they're involved. Uh, And I'm so grateful for that. God wants to send you. Are you willing to go into a dark world with the good news of Jesus Christ and help to rescue the perishing and care for the dying? We need some Elijahs. Elijahs, people that are full of courage, that are dependent on God, that they're devoted to God over man, having the confidence that God will lead you to be willing to be sent. God has brought most of you listening a long way in life. Are you willing to go the distance with him? Our Heavenly Father, in closing today, I ask that you give people today listening the courage to go the extra mile, the courage to step out, to reach out, to be used by you. Oh, God, give them that strength. Help them to be faithful in the house of God. Help them to be faithful in ministering to others. Lord, please show them your way. Show them your hand. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709.